Hey there, I'm Emlyn Miles Mattingly, your host for the Minority Money Podcast. I'm glad you're here. You know why? Because this is the place you can come to get your weekly finance, family, and fitness motivation, not only to experience success in those areas for yourself, but also to help others in our community achieve greatness too. Super happy that you're on the show with me. So let's jump right in. Welcome to the Minority Money Podcast. I am your host, Emlyn Miles Mattingly, where we are changing the complexion of wealth. And once again, I want to just say Happy New Year to everyone. Happy New Year. I don't care how long the year is going on. I'm going to say Happy New Year for the first few months just because I'm happy that there is a new year. So with that being said, let's get into the show today. Today, I am excited to have this guest on. I have followed her on social media for a long time. I'm a big fan. I've loved her writing. I love everything she does. And today we are joined by Ana Trujillo Limon. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Em. Thanks so much for having me. I'm a big fan of yours, too. I'm so excited to be on your podcast. So I finally got you on. I'm super pumped just to have you on. Like I said, I'm a huge fan, and I've always just wanted to have you on just to talk. And I was like, well, what are we going to talk about? And I was like, well, we'll figure it out. And oh, yeah. <laughs> for the people that don't know you, tell them a little bit about yourself. Just give them a little background about Anna and let them know about you. Sure. So job-wise, my title is, is Director of Coaching and Advisor Content at Carson Group. Um, I, I came from the Financial Planning Association previous to that, where I did some work with the Journal of Financial Planning. I am a wife to Jamie Limon, my husband, who I love very much. And I'm the youngest of four siblings. We come from a wonderful place called the San Luis Valley in, in Southern Colorado. And there's four of us and the baby. I have two sisters and a brother. So I'm very family oriented. The four of us and our mom, we really just like to you know, be together and have fun. So that's me, just a you know, found person at heart that loves to be with my loved ones, but also love to write and work on content. Absolutely. And then there's some other things that you like to do. Talk about your hobbies. One of the things that you love to do, please tell everyone. So I'm a big runner. I love to run a lot. If that's a hobby you were alluding to, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, there are times where I'm just like, I don't want to run anymore. I'm going to do something different. But I can't because I have a dog. His name is Baloo and he's a half husky, half German shepherd. And if he doesn't run every day, he will pace the house. And then if I have my office door closed, like right now it's closed. So please excuse him if he throws himself against the door, (laughs) which he likes to do. So primarily I run for Baloo now, but I did used to run a lot. I worked in the outdoor industry and tested a lot of gears. So that's how I started running more. Mm -hmm. I started running because I was inspired by my brother who's a marathon runner and my sister who also runs. So we used to like to, we still do actually like to run together, but did a lot of gear testing. So that's kind of the thing I have to do every day. It's like my time to meditate, to work on my physical health and and mental health. So that's the one hobby that's very consistent throughout my life. Okay. With running, I can't run. Okay. Like I'll start running. And then it's like, my body says, what are you doing? And I'm like, I don't know. I just stop. Like, what are you doing? But for people like, you know, you know, it's the beginning of the year, people are trying to find ways to get started with new habits and running is an excellent habit, excellent distressor. What would you say to someone like if they're trying to start running? Because I think that's something that people like, it's a good thing. I know I need to do it. <laughs> I know I need yeah. to do it. But for someone else that's trying to do it, what would, you, what would your advice be? You know, that's a great question. Emily. And I wasn't always a runner. I was kind of back in when I graduated from college, gained a lot of weight. That's how I decided to start to lose weight. Because my brother, he's like, you know, the best way to lose weight is to run. And I'm like, oh, I hate running. That's just, no, I don't think so. Mm -hmm. And so one day I laced up my shoes and I was living in New Mexico at the time and I couldn't even make it 
in the block outside my house. I was like, oh, this is not for me. So I went on the internet and was like, how do I start running? And I found this couch to 5K program. And it was so cool because it was like intervals. Like for the first week, you run 30 seconds and walk 90 seconds. And then you do that off and on for 30 minutes straight. And so eventually it builds you up to running 30 minutes straight, regardless of the distance. Because I'm not a fast runner, I guess. I'm more of a shuffler than a runner, to be honest. <laughs> so I'm not fast. I'm not competitive. But the Cash to 5K is what I always recommend when people ask me, how do I start running? It's just so easy to get into through the easing into it. I love that. I love that. Couch to 5K, because I think what happens to me is, you know, oh, I'm going to start with the mile. And that's just a little too much. Right? Like, so, so exactly. Like, that's too much. <laughs> and so I get off the couch. Of course, I don't stretch. No stretching done. <laughs> just, just get out there and just start going. The next thing you know, like my body's hurting. And I'm like, ah, that's why from running. And it probably was yeah. from not stretching and not preparing to run. And yeah, the older we get, like my husband's a trainer and a coach and he's always after me to stretch. He's like, you need to stretch. You can't just go off and run anymore. You're getting older. And he, so he's always after me to stretch and foam roll and do all the things, you know, and he has all of the gadgets. So those help me stretch like behind me. You can't see it, but it's a vibration plate. Mm -hmm. So I like to stretch on the vibration plate because it feels so nice, like on my feet and my calves and everything. So the gadgets make it a little bit easier to start stretching. <laughs> That's for sure. Nice. Nice. I like that. And the only reason I'm bringing this up is because I know how you were with your self-care. And I know that's a big deal. And the reason why I wanted to just touch on that is just because I think it's, I pick it up just from what I see in your post. I know it's a lifestyle. I know it's who you are. But I think for other people that may be trying to get into those things, I think it's always cool to be, hear people that are doing it and that's who they are. And to hear how they got started. And so, you know, talking about the family and, and your husband and, and that's awesome. And I just think that it's so encouraging. I'm not going to promise I'm going to run. <laughs> You're going to try though. You're but I'm going to seriously consider it. Like next week, I'm going to seriously consider it. I'm going to try to get, you know, we'll see what happens. I'll look up the Couch to 5K program and see what we can do. I'm committed. I'm giving you my commitment. I'm going to do it. I don't say, I didn't say when. activity. Yeah, you and Marcella could do it together, go out for, you know, just 30 minutes. It's like a walk. It's more walking than it is running at the beginning, which is, is nice to just get out of the house, especially working remotely, you know, just getting oh, out of the house. <laughs> so true. So true. So with that, what other things are you working on? What are some other things that Anna's passionate about? Because I'd love to hear you speak with the passion. Here. Oh, thanks, Emily. Yes. So Dana Wilson, who is the CEO and founder of CHIP, which is changing how individuals prosper. It's somewhat of a directory for Black and Latino professionals in finance and in law. If you're looking for a professional, you go to Chip's website, you schedule some time with some people, maybe bet whoever you want, and then get connected with some professionals. So you're actually the one who told me about Dana in 2020. We did an interview and you told me about Dana and I was like, wow, what she's doing is really, really cool. And so Dana and I had an interview after that and kind of stayed in touch through social media. And so this summer she gave me a call and She's like, I want to do a digital magazine for Black and Latino professionals and consumers. Like, what do you think? Can we make this happen? And so we just had several talks from then on, and we just decided, let's make it happen, right? So I work at Carson, so I got everything approved to be able to do this on my spare time outside of Carson stuff. So basically, we put together a magazine, and it's very, very small. It's only like 18 pages, but realistically, who sits down and reads a whole 60-page magazine, right? So we picked some really cool elements that we think would be interesting, some practice management and like professional development stuff, some content that we're consuming that we think would be really cool for some professionals that they want to, like books we're reading, podcasts we're listening to and such. And then just some five questions with a 
different professional every month. We're going to have some people in the chip ecosystem featured every month. And eventually our goal is to elevate the voices and knowledge of our people. So that way there's a platform that they can share it with each other on that's just kind of ours. And that's really exciting. You know, a lot of times you want to read stuff, but the content doesn't kind of speak to your own individual and very unique experience in the world. And that's what we're kind of trying to provide here. Content that speaks to the Black and Latino professionals in the industries that CHIP serves and that is relevant. So that's one thing I'm super excited about. And we launched that on January 17th. So Martin Luther King Day. On Martin Luther King <laughs> yeah. Day. Let's go. Yeah. I'm in. I'm yeah. in. I and love it. That was a very intentional choice to launch it on Martin Luther King Junior Day. So we did that intentionally. So and it also happens to be Betty White's birthday and Dana and I are huge fans of Betty White. May she rest the legend. So so it also happens to be what would have been Betty White's 100th birthday. So we hope to make our girl Betty proud. <laughs> Absolutely. So first of all, shout out to Dana. Yes. She's just like, I met her. She's been on the show. Got to have her back. We need to talk to her about uh, working with Onyx too. We need to partner with Chip. I think that, uh, not think, we have to partner with Chip. It's just, we need to. Sarte and I talk about Dana. She's awesome. And what you guys are doing. Oh man, I can't wait. I mean, I don't want to spill all of the stuff, but what can you tell us about it besides what you did? Is there any, like, how do I subscribe to that? How do I get that? That's what... Basically, it lives on the CHIP website and it's just a scrollable PDF. It's not like a digital page turn or anything like that. So if you want to read the issue, go to CHIP and, and give your email address. It's actually only quarterly, so it's not monthly right now. It's just Dan and I, and it's volunteer-based. CHIP professionals are donating their time to write for us. And so that's really cool. But yeah, basically the CHIP website, which I don't know it off the top of my head. We'll have to, maybe you put it in the show notes, but yeah, I absolutely. think it's chipprofessionals.com. But don't quote me on that just yet. But yeah. You go yeah to that's what it is. It's chipprofessionals.com. Yeah, chipprofessionals.com. Yeah, right on. <laughs> so yeah, well, everything will live through chip. So that's how you'll get it. And we're just going to put together a little press release and, and tell everybody basically on Twitter because it's where everybody seems to live these days. Yeah. Just what's going on. So yeah, that's going to be exciting stuff. And just thinking about, you know, we know how you write. We know how you get down. You know what I mean? We know your stuff's going to be A1. And then putting that together and then having other writers come in and really being able to elevate those voices, I think is going to be phenomenal, right? Because I think we talked about this before we even got on, having a platform, right? Mm -hmm. And so creating a platform for people to find advisors and then being able to hear the advisor's voice, what they think in these articles that you're going to be able to, I think it's huge. So this is awesome. I love it. I can't wait to subscribe and get this newsletter. Like I'm pumped. Anything else on that? Anything else? In, in, yeah. I don't want to cut that off. No, no. Just for us, just like you said, having the advisor, hearing their voice, seeing their pictures, representation is a very powerful catalyst for change, I think. Being able to see people who are doing something, people who look like you, and especially for the youth, like another project that I'm working on with my brother and my husband, Jamie, and a young friend of ours, his name is Lauren Jenkins. And Lauren has a company called Mini Money Management. And essentially what Mini Money Management is, is it's a company that goes and partners with schools to provide financial literacy content and fintech. So there's an app that comes with it. And then Lauren has developed a ton of content to go with it. So Lauren, who actually, my husband, Jamie, was his, his track coach in high school. So Lauren was a, a collegiate athlete. He went often to get his master's in finance and he came back because he wanted to help the community. So he was just the perfect person to partner with on this. And basically what we're going to do is we're launching a little running club called Mini Money Runners. So based on Mini Money Management, and it's going to be a six week program, but the representation part to bring it back and not, not ramble 
um, is every Thursday, we're going to have a guest speaker from the industry. So I'm I was planning to connect with you on that and maybe you <laughs> might as well could talk to the kids, but basically it's for 15 minutes every Thursday for the six weeks, they're going to be able to hear a story of somebody who's gone into the industry and done what they've done. And then the kids will be able to ask questions and, and do stuff. So basically it's a running slash financial literacy club that's going to last six weeks. And to introduce the kids in my hometown to the financial planning and financial advice profession. Because one of the things I think is so amazing is the mobility of the profession, the ability to be able to work anywhere you want and help clients all over the country. And a lot of the kids that grew up where I grew up, which is in Southern Colorado in the San Luis Valley, they don't want to leave. You know, it's beautiful there. Their families are there. They've been there for generations. So the idea that go out, get your education, come back, become a financial planner, help people all over the country, and while also infusing resources into the community, that is my ultimate dream, to see that happen. I'm not a financial planner or advisor, but to see them want to do this type of stuff would be really gratifying for them so they could build something at home, which is, is there's limited professions that you could pursue if you want to stay home. So this brings another option to the mix, which I hope is a seed. It's not going to be perfect right away. And it's going to take many years to see the fruits of this seed. But I really hope it does. It does blossom into something wonderful. It will. I have no doubt about it. It will. If you're doing it, it'll be fine. I think it's going to be great, actually. And when I think about like just trying to get the, you know, raise awareness of people mm-hmm. in our respective communities and being able to have those conversations and doing it, not just based around finance, but doing it with running, right? Doing it with something else and then dripping those other little financial things on them. I think it's incredible. All your ideas have been great. So, I mean, it's been really, really good. So just to see it and to see the work ethic that you put into your writing and see what you've done since you've been at Carson and see what you did when you were at your previous spot. I have no doubt of what's going to happen with what you're working on now. And so the only thing I'd say is any way we can help, let me know. We'd absolutely love to help. Madi is good as well. So we could have both of us on there. She does the banking. Yes. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know if you knew that. I don't know if you knew. She's a bank manager. She handles the money in the relationship. She handles all the money. So I, I got to get, you know, she gives me an allowance or whatnot, but uh, we're good. <laughs> <Love> <laughs> but I think it would be great to be able to have those, you know, have that conversation, have all those conversations the way that you're planning on doing it. I think that's awesome. Was it just inspired by your love to run? What was it inspired by? No, Emily, actually, you're part of the inspiration. Let me tell you why. We had an interview back in the height of the pandemic. I believe it was in the summer. And you were telling me it was a for the next generation planner at FPA and it was one of those career path articles. And you were talking to me about, you know, changing the complexion of wealth and talking to me about your history with insurance products and things like that. And how the health that we as as in our in the Latino community and the black community, there's not a, a huge focus on the health aspects. And we could go down that rabbit hole about why we're so adversely impacted in our health. And it stems back from generations and all of these inequities in our systems and things like that, everything has impacted our health. And so for me, it's very important to kind of impact the kids to want to take care of themselves and to let them know that we are starting an advantage when it comes to our health, when it comes to our wealth. And these are things we're going to face. So to be proactive and taking care of, especially those two elements is very important. You know, my dad, he had a heart condition since he was a little kid. And because he grew up in rural America where there wasn't great health care and because his family didn't have a lot of money, he wasn't able to take care of it. And he 
became a Marine. He shouldn't have been a Marine, but because of it, he became one because it was a time of the Vietnam War. And so they were just accepting people to go to war. And he went and was exposed to Agent Orange and had all of these different health problems because of these ripple effects. And so that has also impacted my passion around this area, just to, you know, I want people to not go through that and not have to suffer their whole lives. And then we lost him when he was only 70, which is very young in this day and age. So that's just one, another element behind it. So it was kind of a, you planted a seed in my head. You made me think about things a certain way. And that was a big part of it. Thank you. No, 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 not, not at all. That makes, that makes perfect sense. And I was thinking about what we talked about. I think I was talking to you about coming from the insurance. And I think I said something mm-hmm. about back then, I want to say it was, I want to say it was about the uh, middle-aged black men. Mm-hmm. I could not get, yes. and it's crazy. Like I say this and I, and every time I say it, I shock myself that I said it and that, that it, it's actually true. So while I worked at the insurance company I worked for, in my five, my five years working there, I got no, not one middle-aged black man approved for a life insurance policy because of health issues that they had, whether it was high blood pressure, whether it was sleep apnea, whether it was just a heart condition, whatever it was. And most of the stuff was gone untreated. They had not even been to the doctor. It was being identified in the insurance application that this is a problem. And I'm like, it scared the shit out of me. Seriously, I was like, man, because eventually, Lord willing, I'm going to be a middle-aged black man. If I, if I don't get my stuff together, I'm not going to have the life as long as I want to have or the quality, right? Because once you start having those health things and you got to take medications and it affects impact, like you said, the ripple effect. And I think that when you have something like this that you're doing, that's fueled by a real passion that's close to you like that, because you can think about your dad when you're doing this, right? And trying to help these young kids. And there's just a passion and people feel that, right? And so that's why I know this is going to be successful, right? Because it's the passion that drives it. And I'll tell you this, with your passion, don't let perfection get in the way of progress. Don't let perfection get in the way of progress. I love that because I do, I have started, like I've had this idea for a while and I told my husband, Jamie and I were talking and I'm just like, let's just do it. Because I was letting that want for perfection. Like we need to have all these sponsors lined up and we need to have XYZ lined up and at work. So you know, Jamie Hopkins, you've had him on the show before. So he's my supervisor at work. He brought me on to Carson and, and it's just a blast talking to him because he's very motivating. Like he has an abundance mindset, like no other person I've ever met. So he tells you like, you could do, yeah, do it all. You could do it. Just do it. And so, like, you know what? I'm going to do it. That's, that's a perfect quote for this <laughs> and for a lot of things. Seriously. And if you're, you know, you're a thinker or if you're a creator and I know you are, we can be our own worst enemy sometimes mm-hmm. <laughs> overthinking. Yeah you know, you've got a good idea and you just overthink yourself out of doing it. So don't let that happen in this one. It doesn't sound like it will. You have an incredible support. I just know that people want to see you succeed. And when you have a support group like that, I can't see anything but success. What are some other things? Was there one more thing that you were talking about? Did I miss something? Um, that was pretty much it. But yeah, this program though, I can't stop talking about it. I do yeah. that movie Mean Girls where <laughs> Lindsay Lohan is She's trying to destroy this other girl's life, right? And she's like, hey, word vomit. It just keeps coming up that this is how it is when I start talking about this. Because mm-hmm. the structure is what I'm most excited about this because we're going to launch it in July of this summer. And my idea is, okay, the parents are going to pay $100. But essentially what they're going to do is they're going to sign a contract saying that the kids are going to complete this program. And if they don't complete it, we keep the $100 for the next cohort whenever we decide to do that. But if they do complete it, the $100, my goal is to work with the local credit union in my hometown 
if they do complete it, everything we do, the kids get $100 in their own savings accounts. The idea is to teach them about these elements of savings to you know, patronize the local credit union because everybody knows each other there and, and they're definitely going to do this. And the idea is to give them an incentive to start saving, to show them that if they commit to something, there's going to be rewards at the end if they are dedicated and consistent and commit to something. So it's all just very exciting, but we want to culminate it with a big 5K at the end so the kids get the feel of racing. So my husband was an elite runner and competitive runner. I have never been at that level. So I'm not even going to pretend that I'm good at that type of stuff. My brother is also a runner. He started out recreationally, but it's crazy that the older he gets, the faster he gets. I don't know. It's like some Benjamin Button type of speed. (laughs) We'll see. So the idea is to break it into two groups and I'll be with the younger, more, or the inexperienced runners. You know, we're going to ease it into using the Couch to 5K program. And the more advanced runners, who probably the high school kids who are already athletes, are going to go with my brother, Mike. And so we'll do the 30 minutes of running before we're going to actually stretch every time. To James, my James <laughs> is going to teach him the importance of stretching and all that good stuff. And then we're going to run and then we're going to have our lessons. And then on Thursdays, we'll have the guest speaker. And so I'm just really excited about the camaraderie this might bring up and just things like that. So I just love to have fun and be active with my family. And the fact that my brother and I are hoping to pass it on to kids that we know and our friends' kids and things like that, it's going to be really exciting. So well, there, I just added more. <laughs> I, no, and I think it's great because now I have some more that I'm like, hey, what about the rest of us that are going to watch this program <laughs> and going to participate in the program and be like, hey, we want to run. So don't yeah. forget about us, you know, <laughs> figure out how you can get us to run. And look, if you get us to run, if you get us, get me and the family to run and a few other people outside of Colorado where it's nice to run. Yes. Out here in yes. California, we got places. That was something that I would think like after you get the program going this year, maybe we can, I mean, cause we're all on Zoom and maybe we can yes. just have the Zoom meeting and be like, hey, did you run? And maybe we can use Apple Watches to track. I don't know, just some stuff like that, crazy stuff. That um, might be cool. Yeah, like, have you heard of this? It's a diabet or something. It's like an app you pay. It's like a gambling type of thing. You buy into a challenge. So you pay like 10 bucks to, I'm going to lose 10 pounds in six weeks or whatever. And then you join this challenge. You pay your 10 bucks. And most of the people fail at the challenge. So whoever does actually get their challenge, they get the money at the end of the, I have failed at every challenge I've tried. So. But my point is like, maybe there's an idea like that. There we go with another idea to do something fun. We can but donate yeah. that money to one of the organizations that, yes. that we're doing. I'm, I'm all for it. Like, I'm all, yeah, I'm, I'm in, you know. Finn Twig, get ready, okay? You guys better yes. get ready to run. There's a few runners out there that yeah. we're going to have to, like, I know Shauna's a runner. She runs, and I know you're a runner. Jason Wank's actually quite the runner. And then Jamie, of course, Jamie Hopkins. Jamie's a runner, <laughs> too, right? Yeah, yeah Jamie's a, did you know, I don't know if you, and now I'm just thinking about this because he's going to be LX. Did you know Sean Tidlaska is a runner? Oh, I did not know that. Shout out to Sean for qualifying six times for the Boston Marathon. Oh, okay, that's a, a real time. runner. <laughs> he said that like we were on a meeting one day. And like I said, shout out to him again. But he said that on a meeting one day. And I was like, yeah, this is my sixth time going to the Boston Marathon. I said, wait, wait, wait hold on, hold on. Time out. Six <laughs> times? Like time. you got to qualify for that. Like I think it might yes. be more than that. It might be more. Don't quote me on that. But I know it's been at least six. <laughs> Just incredible. So I always have a special plan. And I used to be a runner too. I didn't tell you that. I actually did run track in high school. Short distance, though, only like the longest I ran was 400. I did 800 once, but I did the 400 and yeah. I did triple jump, long jump, high jump. I did all the jumps and stuff. So I am a runner of sorts. Yeah, that's real athleticism, though. I've never been like an athlete type of runner. I've always been like, oh, I'm just going to go for a nice jog and enjoy my music and my audio. Yeah. Like, 
like that Boston, that's real stuff. Like my brother, he's, we've seen him run the Boston Marathon a few times as a family went out there to watch because it's a really fun community. It's a really cool vibe when you go to the Boston Marathon, but I have never qualified. I have to wait till like I hit 80 years old when I could qualify. I think I'll still be in shape <laughs> to qualify then. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, Anna, it's been a pleasure talking to you. As you know, this is the Minority Money Podcast where we are changing the complexion of wealth. If you were to give some encouraging words to someone, I think everybody comes, you know, they listen to the show and we, we try to make sure that we give money tips, we give health tips, we give all that stuff. But motivation and encouragement are, are something that I always like to give people, and especially from someone like yourself. You're a very motivated and driven person. What would you give to the minority money community as a parting gift and say, hey, th this is something that, that has always done well for me and I want to share it with you guys. It can be anything you want. I just know there's something good. And that's a great question. And it's not something that's worked for me. It's something I'm working on actively is being more positive in my self-talk because I think we're the only people that are constantly in our heads and a lot of us tend to be very negative. I don't know if that's true. I tend to be very negative in my head. I'm constantly very critical and I have been active and very intentional about trying to have better self-talk. And that's been kind of in the last couple of months been very game changing for me because it's like, if I'm the only person constantly in my head and I'm always negative, like what does that do for my mental health? What does that do for my motivation? Nothing good, that's for sure. So I've noticed the little positive changes in my attitude and my motivation when I am more conscious about being positive in my own head. Absolutely. And that's such powerful, such powerful words. I heard the stinking thinking, right? Stinking thinking will get you. And I say stinking thinking because there's two things that I heard. And this is from a preaching. He was like, you can either talk to yourself or you can listen to yourself. And when we're talking mental health, if you're talking to yourself, that's actually better than listening to yourself. So what you're saying is, so, so, so right on. Because we, man, I spend too much time in my own head. I'm trying to stay out now. So I don't want to jump in there now. But Anna, I do want to thank you so much for all of your encouraging words, for everything that you're doing, not only in the industry, but for the, the kids that you're working with. I think that you're doing some incredible stuff and we'll continue to follow and support any way we can. Thank you. Thanks so much, Emily. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you. So, as you all know, the Minority Money Podcast, I'm your host, Emlyn Miles Mattingly, where we are changing the complexion of wealth. Until next time. Another great showdown, but it doesn't have to stop there. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on whatever podcast app you're listening on now and give it a good rating, would you? If you feel really connected to the podcast, which I hope you do, find our Facebook community, Minority Money VIP, to support and be supported by others just like you. And again, we're glad to have you. While this podcast is meant to inspire and motivate you to live your best life, it can't be your complete one-stop shop. I know, I know, that really sucks. But I don't know anything about your specific situation. So please reach out to an attorney or a CPA, or you can reach out to me, a financial planner, to help you with your specific situation. To get a hold of us, please reach us at fan at Minority Money Podcast. That's F-A-N at Minority Money Podcast, so we can get to know you there. Thanks for being here and until next time.